Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 23rd, 2024. I told you that this year, I will be teaching you all year about being laser focused. I believe that this is a season of great things for us, but this is also a season where our focus is going to be paramount. This is a season where the enemy is going to bring all types of distractions. And what we can't do is allow these distractions to derail us. So we need to be locked in, laser focused on what we believe that God has called us to do. And we cannot be moved neither to the left nor to the right. That said, the title of today's message is No Distractions, a guide to a focused 2024. Say this, no distractions for me. I want to live my life. You want to live your life in such a way in 2024 where we will not be distracted in any way. Say amen to that. All right, so let's get into this message for this morning. No distractions in any way. And I believe this is going to be critical because I've already seen it. I've, I've already seen, you know, kind of all the distractions that are already coming here in 2024. So I told you that I'll be teaching you all year about living with a laser focused on the fixed purpose that I believe that God already established for you before the world began. And so you're going to hear me every day drive this message home in 2024. Say this, I will be focused. I'm going to be locked in on the plan that I believe that God established for me. It's a fixed purpose and I will not be moved neither to the left nor to the right. Say amen to that. Proverbs chapter four and verse 25 is a foundational scripture for this year. The Bible says, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. We will ignore life's distractions. Say this, I ignore life's distractions. I'm going to ignore every distraction. I'm going to be, my gaze will be set on the fixed purpose that I believe that God has for me from the foundations of the world. And I will not be moved neither to the left nor to the right. So we just spent a few days looking at Mary and Martha, and this was from Luke chapter 10. And I hope that you enjoyed that. I connected Luke chapter 10, Mary and Martha to Proverbs chapter four and verse 25. Now, what I want to do for the next few days is connect Proverbs chapter four and verse 25 to a different passage. This is Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 to 32. uh, And this is Peter walking on water. So let me share this with you from the New International Version, and then we'll get into the message for this morning. Beginning at verse 22, Matthew 12, I mean, Matthew 14, beginning at verse 22, the Bible says, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and go out ahead of them to the other side of the lake. And He then dismissed the crowd and he went uh, by himself up into the mountainside. This was the day that his cousin was killed and he went to pray. Later that night, it was the fourth watch of the night between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. when the disciples were all alone in the boat, Jesus came and he was a considerable way off, the Bible says, from the land, the boat was, and Jesus came to them walking on water. Now, they were a considerable way from the land and their little boat was being buffeted, the Bible says, by the wind and the waves. 
Now, Jesus went out to them, and Jesus is walking on water, on the lake, walking to them. And when the disciples saw Jesus, they initially thought that he was a ghost. And so they were terrified. They were afraid. And they said, it's a ghost. <laughs> and so Jesus, they cried out in fear, the Bible says. It's between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. At 3 o'clock in the morning, you don't even know what you're looking at. And Jesus immediately said to them, okay, hey, take courage. Be of good cheer. Do not be afraid. It is I. And then Peter, because Peter's always the one that was speaking out of turn, Peter said, Lord, if that's you, tell me to come out and meet you on the water. And Jesus provided one word. Jesus said, come. And with that, Peter, the only one out of the 12 that got out of the boat, Peter got out of the boat and he walked on water and started walking towards Jesus. Oh my God, he did the impossible. He was walking on the word. But when he saw, the Bible says, when he saw the wind and the waves, he was afraid. And as soon as he was afraid, he shifted his focus. He lost, he, he was distracted. He lost his focus. He began to sink. And once he began to sink, he cried out. He said, Lord, save me. And Jesus picked him up out of the water. And you know what Jesus didn't say? Hey, Peter, good job, buddy. You walked on water. You did the impossible. No, Jesus said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And then they all climbed back into the boat and then the wind died down. Uh, and then those that were, that were in the boat, they started to worship Jesus and said, truly you are the son of God. Now, what does this mean for you today? Let me share with you what I was meditating on as I was going to sleep last night. Isabella and I obviously have a lot of you know friends and family that reach out to us. And so while Isabella and I could be good and our nucleus could be good, there's, there's a there's a, a, a sphere of influence that we have and that, you know, these, these are people that call on us and want us to pray for them or talk to them or whatever. And so I've already seen it. I mean, we're just like three weeks into this year and I already see how, man, things are going crazy in 2024 already and people are being distracted and, 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 and like the pressure is on, like we have to remain focused. In this season, God is calling us to zero in on the plans that he has for us from the foundations of the world. And I really tr truly believe that this is a season of focus, that if we don't focus, we will lose our focus, we will be distracted, and we will run the risk of missing out on God's best. Once again, I want to be very clear about this. I believe that God already laid out a blueprint for 2024. I believe that God already has plans for this particular season. I believe that God's plans are set. I believe that this is our season. I believe that this is our time. But I also believe that these plans are going to require us to live with a type of focus. Put in the chat, I will focus. Put in the chat, I will not lose my focus because distractions are going to come. I mean, there's, I've, I'm seeing it already. There's all types of distractions. And it's like the devil is ramping, ramping up ramping up his uh, his pressure on people, throwing curveballs their way. And we, Isabella and I, we're already seeing it. People are losing their focus. And we're 23 days into this year. Don't lose your focus. Don't be distracted in any way. You want to be locked in on what you believe to be God's plans. God's plans, God's blueprint is already set. So while God is already pouring out his grace and his plans according to his divine power, the devil is also cranking up the heat on people. So while we believe that this is a season where we're going to achieve big things by the grace of God, put in the chat, big things. But I also need to know and let you know that we ought not to be ignorant of the devil's devices because the devil is looking to distract us. The devil is looking to derail us from our destiny. 
Put in the chat, say, I will not be derailed. I will not be distracted. I'm going to be laser focused. I'm going to be locked in. So in this season, we have to be locked in. We cannot be distracted in any way because if we are, we run the risk of being sidetracked and then we will miss out on what God had for us. And then we're going to get to heaven and realize that we lived a great life, but it could have been a lot better had we not been distracted, had we not been derailed, had we not lost our focus. So what we want to do, put it in the chat, I will not lose my focus in any way, not to any degree, right? So that's what the enemy wants us to do, to lose our focus, and that's not going to happen for us. We're going to be locked in. We're going to be laser focused all year long. We're going to be looking at Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25. I'm going to be adding scriptures to it as we go, and we're going to be locked in all year long. Say amen to that. There's so much that God has in store for us. And what we want to do is stick to the plan. Put in the chat, I will stick to the plan. All right. That said, that was just the introduction. That said, let me go ahead and get into this passage. Uh, So we have Peter walking on water. We have Proverbs chapter four and verse 25. We have Peter losing his focus. What does this mean for you today? Three things. Number one, here we go. Trusting in God's promises as the foundation of our bold faith. Put in the chat, I trust in God's promises. So we got to trust in God's promises as the foundation of our faith, but our faith needs to be bold. So we got to embrace the word of God and our faith needs to be bold. Peter stepped out of the ship. Peter walked on water. Peter accepted the invitation. When Jesus said, come, first of all, Peter had the boldness to ask for it, right? Put in the chat, I will ask for it. Peter had the boldness to ask for something amazing, supernatural. And God wants us to, to ask for it. God wants us to ask on that level. And then when God says, come, when God gives us the authorization, God wants us to launch out and get out of the boat. You will never walk on water if you don't get out of the boat. You will never hit a home run if you don't take the swing. You will never throw a touchdown if you don't release the pass. You are going to have to ask for it and then believe for it and then launch out in faith when God says go. If God says come, God wants you to come and go out and attempt something. God wants you to believe the impossible. God wants you to to see the invisible. God wants you to attempt things that you could never do without him and believe that when God gives you a word, put in the chat, no word from God is ever without the power to perform it. If God gives me a word, then the power to perform it comes with that word. When Jesus said, come, the power to perform it was with the come. And he got out of the boat and he walked on water. Why? Because he was walking on the word. When God gives you a word, your job is to believe it, no matter how big it is. And sometimes God gives you a word and you ask for it and then you don't believe it. Why did you even ask for it if you're not going to believe it? Peter said, can I come? Jesus said, come. He got out of the boat and he walked on water. Listen, this is our season to do the seemingly impossible. This is our season. This is our time. This is our season for, for us to believe God-sized dreams, to believe what God believes about us. Put in the chat, I believe what God believes about me. And then to believe on his level, to believe to do what he's doing. When God reveals to you what he's doing in your community or in your family or in your church, ask God, I want to get involved. How can I get involved? I want to get in on it. If God says come, then you got to believe. You got to launch out. Peter asked on that level, can I come out? And God said, come. And he got out of the boat and he got to experience the supernatural. And Peter went down as only the other, uh, the only one of two humans to ever walk on water. It was Jesus and Peter and Peter walked on water and it was amazing. So in this season, I want you to be inspired by Peter. In this season, I want you to believe on God's level. In this season, I want you to believe that you will be involved with what God is doing in your community and in your family and within your sphere of influence. In this season, I want you to believe on that level. I want you to ask for it. I want you to ask 
on, on God's level. God is not God is not intimidated by your request. Come on, God is God can do greater than what you ask for. So I want you to ask on God's level, and then when God speaks, you got to respond in faith immediately. You got to respond in faith to experience it. You got to respond in faith without wavering, without a doubt. You have to respond. Put in the chat. Say, I will respond. I will respond in faith. God, I'm gonna ask on that level. I'm gonna believe what you believe about me. I'm gonna open up my heart to receive it. And when you tell me to go, I'm gonna go. When you tell me to say, I'm gonna say. When you tell me to submit my resume or my proposal, I'm gonna do it. And then I'm, I'm gonna believe that it's already done because I'm walking out your promises. Say amen to that. Number two, you gotta maintain your focus in the middle of a storm. Put in the chat, I will maintain my focus in the middle of the storm. Peter performed the impossible. He walked on water. He walked on water by the grace of God, right? He did the impossible, but he only took a few steps. After he took a few steps, he shifted his focus. He shifted his focus from Jesus to the wind and the waves. And as soon as he started looking at the wind and the waves, once he lost his focus, he lost his faith. Put in the chat, once he lost his focus, he lost his faith. Once he lost his focus, he lost his faith and he fell down into the water. And the same thing will happen to you if you lose your focus. So put in the chat, I will not lose my focus. I got to keep my eyes fixed and focused on Jesus. I do not want to lose my focus because if you lose your focus, you will lose your faith. And so I'm locked in on what Jesus said. I will not be distracted in any way. God has given me some great and precious promises for 2024. God's promises are in him, yes. And in me, there's an amen. I put an amen on what God has already spoken. I believe and receive what God has already provided. I'm gonna walk this thing out and I will not be distracted and I will not be dissuaded and I will not be derailed in any way. I will not lose my focus. He walked on water, but then he began to sink and it didn't take long. Why? Because he lost his focus. It does not take long for you to lose your focus. Listen, infidelity in marriage can come just like that. If you lose your focus and start looking at somebody and lusting after somebody that you don't need to be looking at and lusting after in that particular way, it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long for the devil to derail you, right? It doesn't take long. You don't want to lose your focus, right? You can mess around. There's people out here that that commit adultery and they're committing adultery because it started with a look and a glance and a thought. And so, no, you don't put in the chat, I will not lose my focus. People lose their health because they're looking at stuff and they're lusting after things that are not in alignment with their plan for diet and exercise, right? So you want to maintain your health it's going to take a certain level of discipline. You want to maintain your marriage? It's going to take a certain level of discipline. You want to maintain financial stability? It's going to take a certain level of discipline. People lose their financial stability because they shifted their focus away from financial stewardship. It doesn't take long. It's a, it's a moment. The, the devil is a master of getting your attention. If he can get your attention for five seconds, he can have your mind for five minutes. And, and so what you don't want to do is be distracted in any way. Peter lost his focus. Oh man, look at the wind. Oh man, look at the waves. Now he's in the water. Just like that. He was walking on water. He lost his focus. Listen, you want to stand on God's precious promises. You want to experience the victory that God has already provided. You want to be locked in on what you believe that God is speaking to you for this season, but you cannot lose your focus. It doesn't take long for you to lose your focus. So you got to have the discipline to be locked in. Put in the chat, I have the discipline to be locked in. I'm not going to be distracted in any way. I refuse to be uh, sidetracked. I refuse to be derailed. I, I refuse to be distracted. No, no, no. I'm going to lock in on the path that I believe that God has for me. I will not be swayed neither to the left 
nor to the right. I'm going to focus on the word. I'm going to meditate on the word. When Peter was looking at Jesus, he was walking on water. He was doing just fine as long as his focus was on what Jesus said, as long as his focus. Now, one of the things that help you to remain focused is by declaring the word of God over your life. So I gave you some affirmations books. If you don't have those affirmations books, go to Amazon, search for Rick Pina, or just go to rickpina.co, rickpina.co. Get the affirmations books. Open those things up. Declare what the word of the Lord says about your family, about your children, about your finances, about your health. Declare it. I mean, one of the ways to stay focused is by declaring the word of God over your life on a daily basis. Say amen to that. All right, number three, last point for today. Man, there's a lot in this message right here. The critical nature of immediate obedience to God. Put in the chat, I will provide immediate obedience to God. Listen, in this season, of laser focus. If you are laser focused on the fixed purpose that God has for you, then when God speaks a word, you're going to obey and you're going to obey immediately. Delayed obedience is disobedience. Put that in the chat. Delayed obedience is disobedience. So what you want to do is obey and what you want to do is obey right away. Now, being laser focused is going to help you to obey and obey right away, immediate, without hesitation. Peter didn't hesitate. Jesus said, come, he got out of the boat, right? What you don't want to do is hesitate. Because if you hesitate, then you know what's going to happen? You're going to overthink it. If you hesitate, now you're, you're not. So let me say it another way. When you are locked in with God's laser focus, then it's easier for you to walk with God, to do what he tells you to do, and to not miss out on divine opportunities, right? So delayed obedience can cause you to miss divine moments. Delayed obedience can cause you to miss out on, div on divine moments. So there's an urgency to doing whatever God tells you to do and to do it right away, to be prompt in your obedience. The moment God speaks, if you're locked in, if you're already laser focused, the moment God speaks, then you can launch out in faith and, and so that you don't miss out on the opportunity for a supernatural experience. Obedience is going to open the door for you to experience God's best for supernatural favor, for supernatural blessing, but, but you have to obey. You have to do what God is telling you to do. He will give you revelation and insight, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. But watch this, immediate compliance with what God is telling you to do is the key that's going to unlock these divine moments. Another reason why we have to remain focused and have a focused mindset is so that we don't overthink it. Let me go back to that th thought about overthinking it. God provides us clear instructions. Many times as believers, we overthink it. And then if you sit there and you saw, wait, wait a minute, what the, Jesus said, come. Peter said, well, wait a minute. What do you mean? Come, come should, does he mean? Let, no, man, just go. Overthinking it can cause you to miss out on divine appointments. Overthinking it, you're thinking too much. Like, like just, there are blessings and breakthroughs that are waiting for you to trust in God's sovereignty. There are blessings and breakthroughs that are waiting for you to launch out in faith. There are blessings and breakthroughs that are waiting for you to provide obedience. This is why in this season of laser focus, if we are locked in, then when God says something, we will do it without hesitation. We will do it without having to overthink it. We will do it without having to understand everything. Listen, you're not going to understand everything. There's some things that God is not going to explain. God will reveal himself, but he will not explain himself. And so put in the chat, God will reveal himself. He will not explain himself. Listen, there's some things you just got to do without overthinking it. So as I close, let me just say this. 2024 is a season, going to be a season of tremendous blessing, but it's going to be a blessing for those people that don't get sidetracked. 
our playbook for this year should be like what we're seeing here in this passage. We're going to step out, be locked in, and not be distracted. This year, the devil is going to bring noise and chaos and distractions. There will be many distractions this year, a lot of chaos, a lot of noise. You want to you cut through all of that. You want to be laser focused. You want to set your gaze like Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25 is telling us. You want to be locked in on the fixed purpose that God established for us before the foundations of the world. You know that distractions are going to come. You know that the distractions are like the wind and the waves in the text. They're real. The, the wind and the waves, they were real, right? And, and, and like in the text, they could be scary. Like maybe you just got a, a doctor's report or a financial statement or a letter in the mail or email or something from the IRS. You got something that's like, oh my God, like this is for real. This is scary. But it doesn't change what God said. Now you got to stand on what God said and not be distracted by that thing. Lord, what do you want me to do about this? It could be, I don't want you to do anything. I want you to just, Charlie Mike, continue mission. I want you to continue to remain focused. Watch me do some stuff about that letter. Watch me do some stuff about that email. Watch me do some stuff about your children. Watch me do some stuff about your spouse. Come on. I have the power to do some things, but son, daughter, I need you to remain focused. I, I don't need you to, to be looking to the left nor to the right or to, to be distracted by <clears throat> all of this stuff that's going on. In 2024, hey, son, hey, daughter, I want you to remain focused. I want you to know that I have a plan. And my plan for your life is a blueprint. And if you just stick with me, if you just stick to this plan, are things going to come? Yes. Will there be storms? Yes. Will there be wind and waves? Yes. Are there going to be all kinds of things happening all around you? Yes. Do not be distracted. Stick with the plan. Put in the chat, I will stick with the plan. Listen, greater is coming for you, but you're going to have to be locked in and stick with the plan and not be distracted and not be derailed and not be sidetracked. Say Amen to that. I know this is the word of the Lord for this year. I know this is the word of the Lord for this season. Oh my God, this is going to be good. Y'all ready? All right, let's close this message out. I've already given you enough for today. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Father, I live with a laser focus on your fixed purpose for 2024. I trust in your promises as the foundation of my faith. Based on your word, I exhibit a faith that is bold and unwavering. I respond to your word with courage and conviction. Ooh, glory to God. <laughs> Amid all the storms of life, I keep my eyes fixed and focused on you, not allowing distractions to sway my focus, not in any way. I recognize the power of your grace in the middle of every challenge. And your grace helps me to transform stumbling blocks into stepping stones. So in every decision, I seek your wisdom and I seek your guidance and I align with your purpose. Your purpose is already set. I walk with you into 2024. I experience your best and I will not be distracted in any degree. Your peace is my guide. Your word is my foundation and your spirit is my compass. Living this way, I know greater is coming for me because I'm living with clarity and purpose. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. Now this is today's word. 
please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes. Why would you not sign up to get the notes? You get the notes for free. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I love you. God loves you more. Listen, I know this is the word of the Lord for this year. I'm seeing all the distractions already, but we're not going to be distracted. We're going to be reminded every day to stay locked in and fixed and focused. You got it? All right, listen, I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Do me a favor. Uh, a couple of things. I'm mean, Three things this morning. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. Number two, share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. And number three, if this, mess, if this ministry, Rick and Isabella Pena Ministries, is a blessing to you, consider partnering with us. Sow into our ministry. Uh, be a partaker of the graces on our ministry. Go to ripministries.org. Click on the donate button and make a donation. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us in what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to ripministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material. And there's also apparel there as well. Listen, thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.